business owners. This is Lorraine Ball, and today we're going to talk about headlines, how you capture people's attention in just a few words. This conversation is actually an excerpt of a much longer presentation. I'm going to hit the highlights here, and if you enjoy it, there'll be a link to the full presentation in the show notes. Okay, let's get started. Kind of some general rules. Number one, subject lines need to be fairly short. Four to seven words is ideal. Part of the transition to to digital um, hurts my heart a little bit as an advertiser and a writer because there are times on a magazine article or a story that you want a long headline. And you really need those extra words to say and communicate what you want. That's great in print. It doesn't work in digital. Headlines have to be short and sweet. What you are trying to do with your subject line is to win the battle between now, later, or never. We all do it. Every single one of us, we get so much email that we essentially approach our inbox the way field medical officer does triage. They make decisions on the fly about which patients are critical and need to be treated now, which patients are fine and can be sent back out the door, and which ones can kind of hang around and wait for a while. Well, when it comes to email, the now emails get read and acted on, and the later emails, people read a subject line and go, oh, I'll get back to that later. And what happens? More emails come in, and the laters become never. So your objective needs to be to create that sense of urgency, that curiosity around what you have to say, that get people to open your emails now. We're going to focus on compelling subject lines. And here's something you need to think about. As I'm scrolling through my email, whether I'm on my phone or my desktop, you have about two seconds to catch my attention. You really have to grab me with your first two words. And so this is why anytime you see people using update from, news from, you're wasting those first two words that I see as I'm skimming down the page. You want to be clear. You want to be clever. You want to have a little bit of fun or convey something serious or important, but you have to do it in a few words. You actually only have five or six words total because if your subject line gets too long, it gets truncated here in the inbox. A good subject line will make or break your email. This week in cycling news with an exclamation, this is a terrible subject line. Why? I know it's this week. It's showing up in my inbox today. I know this is coming from Cycling News because the email address it's coming from is Southside Cycling. Tell me something I don't know. Tell me in the headline, special event this week, cycle club meetup. New breaks for cycles in, member-only discount, collect your new customer gift, whatever. What you're going to see is there's no one right answer. So let's look at a few different techniques. The first is to create a hint of mystery. Teasing people that there's something they don't know inside. And another approach is to ask questions designed to make them think. 
you can create urgency with a headline that says, only five left, don't miss out. Have fun, entertain, warn, inform, share knowledge. Let people know that there's something that they don't know that you do that they're going to get if they open up. Top appeal is one of the most common subject line strategies. And these strategies will work not only in your newsletter, they will work if you use them for blog posts and social media shares. So an example might be seven must-haves for fall. The three biggest mistakes, the three best ideas. Personalize. Create clusters of subgroups within your customer base. And the personal headline might not be why people your age need a retirement plan, but why young married couples need a retirement plan, why baby boomers need to be rethinking their retirement plan. The more niche, the more personal you can make that subject line, the more it feels like it's written just for me. And the kind of stay in the know, 13 signs you're budgeting wrong. This, this negative that you're doing something wrong. There's a lot of research in, uh, around human behavior that says that people are more likely to move away from pain than they are to move towards a positive in, uh, outcome. So if you're trying to get someone off of dead center, if you scare them, they're more likely to take action than if you hold out candy. So the threat of the stick is more motivating sometimes than the carrot. Literary techniques. This is where I promised we'd take a quick trip back to middle school. There's something you may remember called the onomatopoeia. These are words and phrases that have a sound associated with them. Boom, crackle, pop, snap. When you read the word, your brain kind of hears the sound that's being described. And so these words and phrases that have a sound associated with them tend to startle and stop people. Allusions, you can also refer to this as a cultural reference. And allusions work well if your audience recognizes the cultural reference that you are alluding to. If I'm targeting customers of a certain age, saying where's the beef works because they remember the actress Clara Peller in the Wendy's commercial opening up that great big bun and seeing that tiny little speck of a hamburger and howling, where's the beef? The problem that is really effective as long as people remember Clara Peller. It stops being effective when that cultural reference is no longer relevant. So it is about timing. It is about people actually remembering the original so they connect with whatever your headline is. Alliteration. This is one of my personal favorites, and I don't know why, but my brain works this way. When you use the alliteration technique, what you're doing 
is every word in the sequence starts with the same letter. We do this a lot with our cookbooks for clients. So you end up with a cookbook entitled Wonderful Winter Warmers or Savory Seasonal Soups. That continuity sort of pulls people's eye through the headline. It's got a nice rhythm to it. I wouldn't force it, but if your brain works this way, it definitely creates some fun titles. Where do you find inspiration? Where do you find ideas? Look at the news. Read headlines in newspapers. Look at magazine covers and, and magazine headlines and see how these publications are grabbing people's attention. Look at their choice of words. Look at their phrasing. Look at what your competitors are doing in social media and in blog posts. Do a search um, in Google for a phrase or a topic you're thinking of writing about and look at some of the different headlines that pop up. Look at blog titles and other ideas. Pay attention to Twitter because this is really a great source of ideas because they have many of the same constraints on Twitter that you're going to have with your email. You have a limited amount of space to capture attention and get people to, pe to notice and click through. The bottom line is that you can learn how to do this. Practice, experiment, create two different versions of your newsletter with two different headlines and see which one worked better with your audience. If you've enjoyed today's program and you'd like to learn more about writing subject lines, be sure to click on the link in the show notes that'll take you to a full-length version of this presentation. And look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.